This is John Conlon, and you're listening to The Tony Soto Show. Yeah, you are. And I am a Tony Soto. Welcome back, listeners. I am with the prince of a catchy hook, John Conlon, back again. Hi, how's you it going? Returned visitor. You have not been here in how many years? I would say we're closing in on five. Okay, so listeners, if you remember... When John was first on the Tony Soto show, uh, he just moved here from Canada. Mm -hmm. uh, you are a Canadian. Yes. Um, which, <laughs> which is great. Which is great. You know, uh, we love a good Canadian. They are always. They are the most talented people that we have in America, mostly. <laughs> when it comes, like, it's so funny. You find because uh, like Ryan Reynolds, I think, is Canadian. And Gosling. And Gosling. Yeah, we export pretty Ryans. Yeah, you yeah. do have a lot of pretty Ryans. <laughs> yeah. Um. So you just got here. You were green, trying to figure it out. Um. Pandemic happened. Yeah. Start from there. Happened to be in Toronto, uh, Canada, in February 2020. Um, I, I had been on a one-year post-school visa, which is kind of like the government's gift to you. Uh, you get one year to figure it out or leave. <laughs> to finish school or something? No, you... like after you finish school. It's like, oh. um, and I, I had gone home to file for a new visa and then... COVID started like maybe three weeks afterwards. I think what's that day? March 13th. <laughs> so I, we literally had you on your first year. Yeah. You had to be here for that. And that was your year. Yeah. That was me flogging my original music out onto streaming services for the first time, uh, starting to get my feet in the industry. And um, I, you know, it was just like, oh, I'm going to be home for five, six weeks while I get this paperwork filed. <sighs> And a year went by because immigration kind of stopped, um, especially, you know, early COVID. I think yeah. we, we kind of collectively erased from our memory how much things stopped. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, and so, you know, I was bummed out. I was in my parents' house for a year, but I used that opportunity to continue writing um, and you know, recording in my home janky studio setup. But, you know, technology exists, so we can make it, we can fix it in post. <laughs> And um, I had met my new producer through Zoom at the time. And then I came back here in 2021. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, okay. So as a young artist, aspiring, I mean, you got a taste of, you got a good taste of LA yeah. for that year. It's yeah. not, you were out there. I mean, I think we met for the first time at Precinct. So like you were, you I were out so, there yeah. trying to meet folks and, and, uh, and get it figured out. Um, what was it like to like, Kind of have that pulled. Oh my god! You. Well, I had that stress in the back of my head for the entirety. I was here. Wait, that it, that, that it was going to fall apart anyway. Well, I, I only had a year, <laughs> and you know, what my goal at the time was like. Okay, in tandem with making music, attempt to land like a nine to five music industry job. You know, if you do that, you can get this thing called an H one B visa, where your employer sponsors you, and you can stay. Kumbaya. What kind of job would that be? So, like, you know, something working at a label, either in like distribution or A and R. Okay. Um, you know, not necessarily plan one, but I'm like, you know, a lot of people have main jobs and do this on the side. Yeah. Or not the side, but like, you know, you have to pay for your existence. It's it's the hustle. Yeah. It's the grind. Um, and I had applied to like a hundred plus jobs. And, you know, I I'd graduated school with like really good grades, uh, did good networking. And unfortunately, um, the nature of the beast is when you hit that I need work sponsorship button on a 
on an application, I'm sure it doesn't even get sent to someone's inbox. That oh point, my you know? God, I can't imagine. Like, you know, and I'm just like, it'd be nice if I could have found a way to be like, I'll cover the $2,200 filing fee. Just give me a job so I can stay here, you know? Right. So, you know, I felt like depressed, but like I'm, I'm a high functioning depressed person. Like, <laughs> like manic, would you say? Not, I, not I, manic, but like, I'm like, I don't want to be 60 plus and be like, Oh God, I spent years in bed. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I, I mean, I remember, uh, uh, following on the social media and it was, it was mostly bringing attention to the messy room situation, which it was like, you know, when they say sometimes your living space represents your yeah. inner space. <laughs> yeah. I, I still have, um, everything out. It's just organized, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I need I need to know where things are. If I put something in a closet or a, a drawer, I'm never going to find it. <laughs> so when did you get back here? So like February of 2021. And obviously, you know, a lot of 2021, especially in California, things were still kind of we shuttered. Closed. Yeah, I don't know. Like we uh, listeners, if you don't know, like everyone, first of all, you Southern states, you never closed. Um, that's why a lot of you are dead. Um, <laughs> but uh, California was like the last the, yeah. the last holdout state to open up fucking anything but restaurants. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and bars outside. Yeah. Um, so what, what did you do? Like when you got back here? So, Obviously visa thing corrected. Yeah. So I'm, you know, I was able to, I'm, I'm on like a, I call it a hobbling visa. I have to renew it every year um, until I can go for a full artist visa where, you know, you like need quote unquote success through a objective lens or whatever the hell right a good lawyer (laughs) but but um i made it back i was kind of in this development deal situation with the producer i was working with um and you know he lives in europe so we would do a lot of stuff through zoom um i'd start working with new people and collaborators and I really got into my vocal engineering, arranging, and production bag. You know, I, yeah. you know, I'm someone who loves a lot of pop music. Um, uh, vocal stacking and harmonies has always been a love of mine. I do it in my own music, and I did that you for other it. people. You, you know? do everything, right? Yeah. Like pretty much, like you're basically a one person show. Yeah. I mean, I I say I'm a producer. I'm more from a music production side, more like the the first arranger you know i wouldn't say i would want to spend hours figuring out what the best drum sound is but i know what the drum beat is you know i make that and i'll just be like okay someone else want to pick a sound that's better you know <laughs> now are you writing music for other people i am yeah i've been really are you I'm making just, money doing that oh god no <laughs> no no you're just being friendly yeah. and giving people yeah. songs well I, you know until i have a name or leverage you can't charge people for sessions a lot of times oh um, i didn't know that. yeah the goal is to like hopefully write something with someone and either that goes viral or so they... are y'all like comedians or you just do like free stuff until people are like yeah we like you yeah i mean that's that's entertainment, i understand your you know? depression now <laughs> yeah i get it no that's that's tough yeah but um you know the goal is to work with enough people and hopefully something one song takes off and um if you're a part of it you use that as good leverage to maybe go to like a publishing house and be like hi yeah. can you put me in a room with a bigger artist yeah. Or like, you know, work on a soundtrack for a movie or something. <laughs> now you are, um, I've noticed you're out there. You're performing in clubs now. You're doing live gigs. Yeah. Um, is that relatively a new thing? I mean, in the lens that I do it through, yeah. I I kind of like music direct it. So I'm trying to my best to put on 
the best show you can in a 30, 40 minute set. Mm -hmm. I kind of mentally gaslight myself into thinking I'm like playing Madison Square Garden. So (laughs) I'm like, you know, I do all the the, the um, pre-rehearsed speeches in between songs. I kind of treat it as if I'm way bigger than I am. Can um, I just say, (laughs) I have to say, no, because um, John is such a good sport. I have been rooting for John since I met him. I think that he's talented. I like the songs that he writes. Um, If I can offer him a a platform, I, I have. And God bless him. He came and did just the most horrendous of gigs uh, <laughs> at a bar in Los Angeles that me and another drag queen were hosting. It was him and another comedian in a sports bar. And I'm going to tell you where music and comedy are not well in drag. <laughs> <laughs> while, are, while some big game was playing. <laughs> are not well received. And that is a sports bar. Um, but I mean, like, I feel like you're comfortable and can perform anywhere like what kind of vibe are you trying to give your audience when you're on stage yeah i mean i i'm you know despite having been in this for a long time i am in that stage of like no gig is too small Mm -hmm. um outside of scheduling conflicts i'll do anything you know Mm -hmm. yeah um my my vibe is i always try to just entertain you know um i have very catchy dance electro pop songs yeah your music is pop you are a pop d is that for sure yeah um, but I feel like you're, um, like a genre pop Dave or like a time period pop Dave. Yeah. Like you'll, you'll be like, this is remnant. Like, cause I, I'll listen to some things. I'm like, Oh, that kind of reminds me of like early on Katy Perry and granite listeners. I know that you're all laughing out there. I don't know shit about music, but <laughs> as a drag queen, I know enough about pop music that I'm like, um, and I kind of feel like you do early, like. Your shit kind of feels like, I don't know, late 90s, early 2000s sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the stuff that I love. Like, I'm a big fan of, like, late 80s and then into the early to mid 2000s when that synth stuff was coming more mainstream again. Yeah. And your new song. Yeah. Love Me Just a Little. Love Me Just a Little. Just just out recently. Yeah. Like two weeks ago. You got that share auto tune. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. It's great. Do you want to talk about your new? Uh, you've been. You've had a couple new songs. Yeah, I'm. I'm. You know, we live in a fast music consumption situation. I'm now at a place where I'm sitting on like you know ten to twelve unreleased things, and I'm just like, do I have a marketing plan? I am the marketing plan. I don't have an agency or you know a manager or something. So I'm just like, okay, even if I'm not popping off yet, if I just put one out every six to eight weeks and do all the social media campaigning and PR around it to the best of my ability. At least I have a body of work out there, you know? So what's the, what's, I, I was wondering um, when it comes to being a musician, what is better? If you have that many songs, why not release an album um, or are just releasing an EP better? Yeah. I, I think being independent, it's like, there's not like, I, I'm still kind of nobody, you know? Like who's going to buy my yeah. album? Um, <laughs> so the goal is like, you know, if you put a song out and then you put another song out and then by the time you get to like, they could all be bots. And then at the end of it, you put them all out together and it's like, oh, it's all uh, one project at the end. Got it. Um, yeah, it's a very singles economy, you know? Yeah. Um, no, I, I, listen. And I, the other thing is like, if you drop a whole project of new songs at once, you can only pitch one song to like Spotify's editorial playlists at a time. So it's like to try to maximize getting it mm-hmm. in front of like the editors that could maybe potentially put on a playlist. You want to do it one at a time. Right, right. 
Um, so wait, you, so re, the the most recently the the most recent is love me just a little. Great, love Thank it. You. Great. It's um, uh, I don't know. Yeah, feels I, a little darker. Yeah, it, I was going for a Phil Collins meets. Yeah, yeah. Kind you of know, share like, with the vocals. At yeah, the yeah, end, yeah. So. Um, and then what? Uh, Hopeful romantic was the one prior to that. Was, uh, no, there've been a couple in the middle. The prior one was uh, months and months. Months and months. That's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um. And that, that's a that's a lot. I mean, you go from like, uh, you're moody. Yeah. You're moody. Yeah. Um, why are you such a <laughs> moody uh, songwriter? Um, I, I kind of write from personal experience. So even if, you know. Our, What's your sign? My, I'm a cancer. Oh. Like, like smack dab oh. in the middle, like July 7 cancer. Oh, cancer. But um, I, I got two fire signs in my big three. So it, oh, okay. So, uh, you what, know, what are the fires? Uh, uh, Leo, Moon, Sag. Rising. Oh, you got a Sag in yeah. there. Okay. As a double yeah. Sag, I welcome you. Yeah, yeah. But you know those cancers. <laughs> yeah. I mean. And they I, are led with this. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, love us, but also like, oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, there. It, yeah. It's like. I know a few too cancers. much, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know a few cancers, and yeah. I love and and you do love that because you know you're very well meaning. Yeah, <laughs> I think of of you know my my recent batch of songs that I've been putting out. You know, they actually do all air more on the sadder side. It's just sometimes I'll mask one song in like really upbeat, happy production. You know, yeah. Um, my my favorite song of all time, or one of one of my favorite songs of all time, is Robin's "Dancing on My Own." And it's, I, I call it like the pain pleasure paradox. It's like, oh, what a fun song. How great an upbeat. Oh, and if you just listen, listen to, to the lyrics, those lyrics. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and I think, you know, with months and months, I was like, that was my mission with that song. It's like, oh God, like I'm so devastated that this relationship ended. I'm still in love with you. I can't text you though or message you because then I'll reopen the wound. And then the beat is like very dance <laughs> yeah and that is definitely your vibe yeah. because um uh i i i was also even kind of because i'm like i'm like i don't know you're just very catchy with your choruses and you. kind of like the way you'll spin uh your your lyrics like did you were you a were you a poet as a child like what was I think I'd like journal from time to time. What um, got you into songwriting? Was it always music from the beginning? Yeah, I, I grew up playing piano through like the classical lens. And I think I got to like my early teens and just started noodling around with melodies. And I was like, oh, I like making stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, and naturally, I gravitated towards being like a melody writer. And then eventually you kind of stick lyrics to it. Um, and like my mission for the past couple of years is to really up my lyricism, you know. Yeah. Um, and it's good. Yeah, I yeah. mean, like, I, I feel like I feel like the 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 latest song is. I, I mean, it's listeners. You should just really go to wherever you stream your music and and search for John Conlon because, I mean, f first gear is an older song. Yeah, right? my favorite song. Yeah, like even. Well, and how old is that song? I mean, that one's like it's got to just be four by now or almost four. See, so I I don't know. I feel like I feel like all the songs that you've released have been have been. Uh, have been good now Thank are you. you working are you comfortable here in the states now like yeah. like are, are are is that still something that's looming over you yeah i mean it's it's always kind of stressful i mean i hope to get an artist visa this year that's my my goal um work-wise i do like vocal engineering and post-production so it's like i take the vocals that someone recorded sometimes i'll record them and if 
you know, no one's a perfect singer, especially with background vocals. Those got to yeah. sound tight, crisp, yeah. in time, and it perfectly in tune. It's like I use a software called Melodyne where it's I drag everything into the right place. Uh-huh. It's like half mathematical, half v- vibes. You know, it's like is backup singing a thing? Like, would that be something that you like? Would do? Yeah, I mean, I would. You know, listen if any anyone on tour <laughs> needs a backup singer, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. there. Like, yeah. or an arranger for it, yeah. like. Like, cause like I'm currently in the middle of like, um, the drag ain't dragon mathematically financially. Yeah. So it's like, I'm currently in the process of looking for work. Um, however, I don't know what that means, um, outside of something that has to do with like either production or in, in the entertainment business, because yeah. you go on fucking LinkedIn and I'm going to tell you y'all, if you are a creative person, you just want to kill yourself. Yeah. You do. It's just a, it's a, it's a, uh, I went on a job interview recently and, um, I went because I have not interviewed in a while and I was like, I should do this. And then I go and uh, there, are, there are operation hours where Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. And I was like, that is not me. Yeah, <laughs> that's your whole life. That's so, that's so, I mean, we are currently um, recording in my studio apartment. Um, <laughs> Cause that's, <laughs> this is where I would like to work. You know what I mean? Um, but anyway, anyway, I digress. So tell me, um, 2024. Yeah. It's February. Yeah. The year's just starting. Yeah. What is a goal that you have for your career? Oh God. Okay. In 2024. The goal is to get in a songwriting room for like an artist that's either big or about to be big, you know, like. I don't know who Warner Music signed, but some 17 or 18 year old girl that they are like ready to throw $3 million behind that they need songwriters to write with her or him or them or Do you have a community of musicians? Like, do you have any friends? Yeah, you're I like, have a lot of You're friends. like, I think you're fucking, I think that your voice is amazing. I think that you're going somewhere. Yeah. Like, do you have shit like that in the Yeah, I think it's important peripheral? To, have, to have community. Otherwise yeah. it's like isolating. But yeah. at the same time, it's like, you know, it's not that you're in competition with people, but it's like everyone is out for themselves first, obviously, because, you know, yeah. if you get the gig, you get the gig. I always say it's like choose the people that you would want to step all over you um, wisely. You yeah. know what I mean? Because uh, yeah. I, I, I always say that. Um, sorry. That I feel like I I know people who are i know that you're going to make yeah. it i know that it is going to happen yeah um and uh it, it's just like you should ride with that anyone who tells you that you should ride with that yeah and you should make as many relationships as you can uh but just know that uh someone might be trying to stab you in the back <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> and that's sad to yeah. say, but that's, that's, that's art. life. That's a, that's, that's art when you're trying to profit from it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, but I, I truly think that, um, I think that you have a way with writing songs that is a little different. Yeah. 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 I always like to say like, even though it's very pop and stuff, I'm inspired by like having good lyricism and a story to tell in three to four minutes <laughs> yeah 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 and um, thank you for staying within that uh three to four minutes yeah. i no need to go over that and yeah. honestly a two and a half minute is a little too little yeah like yeah. i mean as a drag performer i love them but i'm just saying like as a listener i'm like oh that was yeah like a, that was like a blip in the scene yeah so- songs have gotten a lot shorter these days well listen john you're on the tony soto show and we have come to 
the end, but I have some questions for you. All right. I got some answers, hopefully. That I would like you to answer for me. I don't have a name for this segment. It's just something that I'm trying. I'm trying out my progressive lenses. All right. It's the reason I do this now is because I write it on a note card, listeners. That's right. I write it on a fucking note card. (laughs) First question. Taylor Swift has infiltrated football, pissing off many virgins across the country. Mm -hmm. What is your toxic trait? My toxic trait. And you're now that I know that you're a cancer, <laughs> being a pick cancer from the long list. <laughs> oh my god! I just you know, first of all, I think it's hysterical that in like the conservative liberal split, liberals are going to get football at the end of the day. Um, what's my toxic trait? I think, um, like not asking for help when I might need it. You know, oh. or like, or you know, and I don't even like mean to do it, but like giving the illusion like everything's good, and meanwhile I'm like, oh, I just like need a friend or something. Okay, so wait, let's so let's dive deep dive on that. Yeah. Um. So asking for help when you, but are you expecting the help? Not necessarily. Like, are you sitting there like wishing someone was asking you for help? Like a little bit, and obviously, like you know, I don't implement my toxic traits into the world, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. like sometimes I'm just. You know, no, I feel like I, I have a similar. Trait. I go through like the tunnel vision of like, oh, I don't want to ask this person for thing, something because they're either going to think a of me or they're not going to respond. Do you, do or you offer then help I like a lot. Do you offer help a lot? Yeah, to people. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. But like, no, I, don't, no. I don't offer it like you know, like oh, hey, random person, you know, right. but like, but you know, I'm always happy to help. Or, <laughs> do you hear that, listeners? You know? <laughs> you, you random people out there. <laughs> like, Fuck I mean, you guys. If I don't know you, it's like I'm definitely not going backwards in my progression. I'm like not seven and like a right. people pleaser anymore right, right. But like if someone asks for help i will do everything that i can to help uh-huh. but for some reason i'm like my brain plays a trick on me where it's like everybody's gonna hate you if you ask for help so don't even bother i and hear like, that. that's like you know or like, you're gonna be a bother yeah, yeah, yeah or like i'm a loser because i don't know what i'm doing sometimes you know i know like I, I asking just, like a peer for like oh my god how did you get to that next level yeah you know I just did a fundraiser for yeah. this show, so I know what that is like. I literally yeah. asked people for thousands of dollars. Thank you so much to all the listeners who made it a successful. Shout out to all of you. A successful. Um, wait, is that on me too? I think it's on both of us. Oh, yeah. that's so funny. I'm just looking. To, I'm just looking at the. Uh, <laughs> I had a place to look. <laughs> if to, I would have known, that. I don't. There's a fifty percent chance I didn't hit the record button. <laughs> <laughs> But seriously, thank you for making that a successful um, fundraiser. All right, here we go. Next question. Biden, President Biden, you a political gal? I mean, I'm very well versed and up to date on what's going on. Good. So Biden is 81 and Trump is 78 years old. And the country hates that. Yeah. Uh, What is something old that you hate and can't get rid of? Uh, is it like something I own or just like something that's lingering? Yeah, in, something, in life, some, it know? can be something that you, yeah, it can, it can be anything. What is something old that you just can't seem to shake? Mm. My anxiety. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, listen, that is as good of an answer. You as can as do, I can do all the therapy in the world and I do, you know, being a cancer, I think you need to be in therapy. Yeah. So uh-huh. you're not a nuisance to everyone around Probably you. Probably too. At yeah. Least. <laughs> but it's like, oh my God, life gets hard and it just 
And every coping mechanism's out the window. What you know, I I am new to anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, I was an old pro with depression for many many years. Yeah. anxiety has come. I would say probably to me in the last five years, maybe yeah. like COVID ish definitely made it start. I don't like it. Yeah, like and it's, it's a not bitch. Like, it's not like I do. I don't have attacks. I don't. I'm not like you know. I don't. But there are moments where I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, like, why am I freaking out over... Everything's going to fall apart. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And no. then, like, you know, I, I spiral with it. Like, you know, it doesn't happen often, but when it does, it, it hits, you know? But then I'll be like, oh, my God, get it together. Ew, the, like, 11-year-old ver- version of you out there is, like, so mad that you can't do this without freaking out. I know. <laughs> well, shut up, kid. Yeah. What do you fucking know? <laughs> You're 11. Yeah. And also, I have a flannel from, like, when I was in, like, or, like, middle or high school that like my mom bought me and it was huge it still fits me and i'm just like i should just not have this anymore <laughs> i love it all right here we go nostalgia is big right now huge um because distraction is key let's face it we want to look the other way when yeah. other can't bad, think of a future bad things are happening but i keep the tony soto show light um recently uh oh wait what does this say Recently, oh my God, this is what happens uh, when you don't. Oh, that's right. Recently, Gen X got really nostalgic over Usher's uh, Super Bowl performance. Yeah. Now, real quick about Usher's Super Bowl performance. Started slow. Started bad. Started bad. Got there. Was a good thing. (laughs) As soon as he was on the skates, I was like, you got me, baby. You got me. What are millennials nostalgic for? What do you get nostalgic for as a millennial? And are Let's you a, are you like I, a middle aged millennial? I think I'm one of them cuspers. Like I'm technically Gen Z, but you are? oh, that's a brag. But you oh, know, what a bitch! I think there's a split between Gen Z that's born in mid to late '90s versus Gen Z born in early 2000s and onward. Like you know, my brother's five years younger than me, and he, you know, how old are you? I'm 25. Oh, and you know, he's 20. And what's like, that like? Um, <laughs> oh my God. I mean, I do not remember. I know that I drank my twenties <laughs> away. You look like you are put together for your twenties. You. I'm, I'm trying. It's life is kind of like, oh, not easy. <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. I, you know, if I were to go on a tangent, I feel like life would be more fun if I had my shit together or if someone threw me a bone in this industry wise, career wise, but you know. Yeah, but that's not supposed to happen in your 20s. Babe. Yeah, yeah. It's not supposed to happen. You're supposed to like, you're supposed to be sweating it now. Yeah. But, um. Why do I think you're older than 25? And that's, I don't mean that in an offensive know, way. Um, maybe I'm, I, I've always, you know, even from a young age, been good at talking to people that are like a decade older. Plus old, no, no, like a decade plus older than yeah, me. Yeah, no, you, know? you were raised right. Yeah. You were raised you. correctly. Like but, your parents definitely told you to like respect yeah. and listen, which is good. But what, what we're nostalgic for, I think, is like honestly, like anything that's like early childhood, like snow, <laughs> snow at recess. Snow? You know what I mean? Like, like, like the, the I, stuff that falls from the sky. Yeah. Like, oh. I don't know. I go home for Christmas in Toronto and it's like, I don't even snow oh. no more. Um, wow. Re- Weather. Yeah. Recess when you were like five or six years old and they bring out that big parachute. Oh my God. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, no, that's good. Classic. Oh God. Classic you want to get back. You want to go back. Yeah. Got it. I mean, I don't know. And just that parachute is uh is is generational generational yeah yeah yeah. like they 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 know how to appease a dumb kid yeah they're like hey yeah move this up and down (laughs) 
Yeah. And I think, you know, just like nostalgic, like you, for anything, really. I mean, I do we see any movies that come out that are like original anymore? Is it Ugh. just a remake or it's all a just remakes? Now. Yeah. yeah. Did you see that? Did you see the Mean Girls? I did. Uh, of course you did. I, I was entertained. Did you wear a costume? Oh, wait, that no. was the other movie. That was Barbie, right? Yeah, they wore the costumes. Did you see that movie? Yeah, I saw Barbie. Oh, yeah, I didn't see it. <laughs> I, I I was like I'll wait till it's streaming, but I've also quit on my streaming out of pro- <laughs> out of boycotts. Um, I'm boycotting so much, y'all. If anyone thinks that uh, you can't do it, it's a lie. Um, all right. Ye- oh, <laughs> wait. What is this? Oh wait, that's the same thing. Oh my god, we've come. To- <laughs> we've come to the end. <laughs> Jesus Christ, John, Tony. We've come to the end of the podcast. Whoa. Um, you are great. Why don't you tell people out there what you have? Well, do you have anything coming up? Any gigs? And if not, or if yes, do that and your social media. Totally. I mean, this is last minute. It's, it's what the 13th today. This will be up on it's the 14th. Okay. Wonderful. I have a gig in Hollywood Tuesday, February 20th. Uh, oh, <laughs> so work. like a week from today. And, um, I have a new song coming out probably second week of March. Um, and Close. then, you know, another song a month and a half after that and onward and onward. You I know? mean, you got like 10 coming up. So yeah. 2024 is going to be riddled with new music yeah. uh, from John Collin. Where is the gig? The gig is at Madame Siam in Hollywood. Okay. It's like near Hollywood, Highland area. You know? And now your social media, you will post that, right? Yes. So tell people what your social media is. Hey, the social media is John Conlin Music. That's John with an H, C-O-N. L-I-N music. Work. Yeah. Thank you so much. Listen, I'm watching you. I think you're great. I, I And now that you're outperforming live, I think that if you keep that up, you're going to start wowing audiences. So be looking out, listeners, for John Conlon. Thank you. God damn it. Talents out there. Um, <laughs> underappreciated. He needs money so he can get uh, 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 an excellence visa. Is that basically yeah, what it is? Basically. Yeah. She needs to be told she's excellent. <laughs> yeah. Tell her she's fucking excellent. Y'all, if you like the Tony Soto show, um, then you need to follow me on Instagram and TikTok at the Tony Soto show. Uh, and if you want to know what I'm doing in drag, that is on Instagram at Tony Soto Productions. I have. Oh, yeah. Bingo coming up on uh, February 16th. Come out and see me and Bitch Puddin' at 33 Taps, where we host Bingo at 7. And then we watch the fucking game show uh, with the drag queens uh, from 8 to 9.30. So come out for that. It's a lot of fun. And uh, that's it. See you all next week. Bye. Bye.